Welcome to Hitting the High Note. I'm your host, Ken Fusak, and today I'm joined by a very special guest, Will and Phil. Will Wesley and Phil Chandler. How y'all doing out there? It's awesome to be here. You guys just played the Pi Bar. Good, man. It was our first time over here, too. It's a cool place. Uh, I, I like coming in and playing a chill place, especially places with, you know, air conditioning and summer now. Great crowd, too. Very appreciative. It's a cool town. Lots of receptive people here. It's it's amazing, you know, when you step into a small town, how many people are just like, oh, can you play this one song? Like this one song encapsulated. We got you. We got you. No problems. The jukebox is playing. Of course, now people throw, you know, if they want to hear covers, we'll take it over, man. We'll give them what they want to hear. We'll play our originals too. We've been around the block and just the sense of we've played in so many cover bands separately that, you know, we pretty much know the group. So when we came it's like, oh, you know this? Oh, cool, you know, that's neat, you know. I'll learn your half of the world, you learn mine. But as, as you saw today, there are some times where uh, there is no preparation. No, no. Sometimes you get called and things like, oh, this is our song. You know, this is a song he proposed to me too. It's like, no problem. <laughs> we got you. We'll make it special for you. This is the first time. Let's learn it on the stage. It's, it's, nice, it's nice playing our own music and getting our expressions out there, but it's really nice playing the songs that people know and love. Tell us more about your new album. Do you know, man, we, um, we're coming off of the success of both sides of the tracks, which was my last album. And, um, there's been a lot of pressure on this album, I'm gonna be honest. You know, we got, we've been in the studio, we've been working, and we released our first single off on uh, Wasted Again a couple of months back. And we had um, a good friend of ours from Europe, Florian Fox, on the tour. And you know, there's a lot of pressure on it, man. We were hoping that we would we would measure up to the success we had on the last yeah. record, you know. And me and Phil went in the studio and we were talking about it. And I was like, Phil, we gotta we gotta live up to the expectation. And our first single off of this album was actually a classic country throwback. And I'm proud to say that um we got off to a great start. We're up to seventy, I think seventy thousand, getting close on uh, Spotify. And it was a hit in Europe. It was a hit in America. And we even uh, filmed a music video from America to Switzerland. So we got it off on the right foot, man, but I'm gonna tell you, I'm very excited about the upcoming single talk this album. You're gonna get a lot of rock and roll, but you're gonna get some classic country. And we just found out we even have a good friend of ours by the name of Tim Atwood. He's gonna be doing some special uh, piano playing on this record. And what's really special about it is he is a 38-year Grand Ole Opry performer. Wow. This man has been around, man, and um, to have him join us on this record is uh it's just such a special thing it's just special and we're also gonna have a tune off this uh, extended cut um we're, as you know we're covering a version of the promise mm -hmm. by when in wrong so um we got a little special thing about the video coming with that too we're gonna have the boys come and join us on that so it's a very exciting time to be us man very exciting yeah and you mentioned when in rome yeah. and you're gonna be playing with them next week in yes. hollywood we're going to Hollywood, man. We're going to Hollywood, and I'm I'm ready but nervous. Yeah, from today, one week, man, and uh, I think you're going to be interviewing us yes, after the show. Yeah. So you'll know Hopefully. if I'm uh, alive or dead. <laughs> yeah, man. It's it, it, to be honest, man. It's such an honor to uh, to be um to be on that show. Those guys are legendary in their own right. You know, I mean, the promise came out in '88. I mean, who doesn't know that song? Yeah. I mean, Napoleon Dynamite, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
Like, um, so we're to be asked to. It's two things to be real, man. To be asked to be on the show with such legendary performers is very special, and to be asked to be on a show that is a prestigious whiskey a go go race is uh, even bigger. All my heroes have played there, so I'm a bit nervous, but I'm ready. Let's do this. I do appreciate it. It's going to be fun, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a fun time. Um, we're going we're gonna to debut The Promise, our version, at the end of the night. So it's like they're going to do the legendary version of The Promise. And we're actually going to be joining them. <laughs> yes. Yes. We'll actually be able to play their song, our version, with them. So. With their band. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Are we, at this point, I've just gotten got gotten used to the fact that we live in a pressure cooker yeah. <laughs> so at this point it's just like oh it's tuesday that's right <laughs> it's tuesday thousands of people are waiting up and at them i ate my wings <laughs> the breakfast of champions it's the breakfast of champions Absolutely. i promise <laughs> but it's going to be cool we got a lot of plans coming up because i mean what we're doing the whiskey at go-go and then me and will are doing a dual songwriting tour in switzerland with our friend florian fox about, uh, I want to say six or seven dates lined up out there. Yes. So I, we, we went last year. It was beautiful. The people were beautiful. The landscape was breathtaking. But uh, this time we have a single over there that's been floating around to a lot of people. And uh, I'm not going to lie, I'm a little nervous to be uh, possibly recognized for that, you know? Well, I got a funny story about that. Is it okay if I share it on oh, your podcast? Absolutely. Switzerland. It was Phil's birthday. I yes. believe it was his. It was my 30th birthday. 30th birthday. Yeah. You can date me. It's fine. I didn't. I didn't know if you'd be okay with it. I mean, I know you're getting old, but uh, we were actually doing this gig in Switzerland, and uh, Phil <laughs> decided he was going to have a drink or two. Oh, nice. <laughs> and what we didn't know was that in Switzerland, you know, it's kind of um, customary to drink out of a glass. You don't drink straight out of a bottle, but rock star Phil well, They gave me like a tiny little bottle of wine. Like it was a personal size it's a bottle. Very tiny it bottle wasn't wine, is it? <laughs> Closing up the bar after the show, I said, I'm not going to drink during the show, but right after the show. It's birthday time. Well, Mr. Rockstar, they, uh, they, they give me my wine, and as a gentleman, I drank it from a glass. Well, Phil pops the cork and just turns it up. Well, everyone in the room, except for me, and Phil's like, what? <laughs> and they're like, oh, you're yes. supposed to drink your wine out of the glass. He goes, this is rock and roll. We're not doing all that. He That's turns it up again. Well, they're like, what? The, <laughs> the bottle's made out of glass, isn't it? No, the bottle's glass enough. <laughs> the host loved it. He was like, my friend, go get another. Like, go get another one out of well, the back. This is how you know we're on the path of setting trends is before the night ends, everyone's drinking their wine straight from the bottle. And I said, well, Phil, it's good to start a new path in life. If you're going to wear a cowboy hat, you can only drink things out of bottles one way. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, but it, was a, it was a wonderful tour, man. And we're looking forward to going back in August. It's going to be, a, um, it's going to be another, another pressure cooker, but a, oh, a fun time, man. Fun time. I want to say in September, possibly October, we're looking at going back to Thailand. Yes. We just got back a couple of months ago. And I'm not sure about, like... Going to each of these places, it's its own culture shock. Yes. But the possibility of going from one where, you know, it's Swiss and it's very cultured and classy and European, and going to Bangkok, which is a 
great place, but it's just wild. It is just yes. like New Orleans bourbon street grew to the size of New York. Yes. Wow. It is absolutely wild. But it's it was fun. It's, it's, it's just fun experience. And I'm very eager to go back there as well. It's very fun. Just very different. Very different in comparison. Feels like this though. <laughs> yeah, 93 <laughs> at night. Uh, yeah, it was uh, what, 85 degrees at night, 93% uh, percent humidity all day, every day. Uh, it's funny, everyone's like, how can you stay in the heat? I said, well, son, I'm from Louisiana. I'm used to this. <laughs> yeah, everything they told us, they're like, it's hot over here. It's like, okay. It's like, it's humid. You'll never make it. Okay. The food is spicy. I'm like, you're just telling me I'm coming home. Turn it up another like, five degrees. We're going to make it. <laughs> we'll wear jeans, too. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> But well, we got a lot of things coming up. Uh, I know Will is working on a lot of music. I'm also working on a lot of music too. We basically do this thing where uh, we're both songwriters, but I'll play in his band, backing him up on his stuff, and he and the boys will back me up on my thing. So basically, we're two bands with two songwriters who tour together in the same band, same plane, same uh, whatever vehicle they stuff us into. Yeah, we just it's trade places street. on the stage, to be honest, man. One night I'm out front, the next night Phil's out front. But it's, it's really an interesting experience that I enjoy because more or less I can front the band and when I need a night off, Phil fronts the band, vice versa. So we really get a chance to explore each other's music and, and to do something different each night to where the show never gets stale or you know, boring because you're always, you're, you're, you're switching spots and you're, you're changing music. Which song I think out right now but uh, we've been getting so bombarded with all this country stuff I don't know what to do well, I'm gonna tell you you gotta go get a, a cowboy hat really. you that's, get a that's not gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> but uh I say I think I've got a single about to drop uh, called baby girl it's like a sublime kind of 90s throwback and then we're yeah. working on the promise and we're also working on 10 new songs for will yes and then I want to say I have about 10 or 11 songs to come out as well so we're you know, the demand is there, my friend. The demand is there. We're, we're playing and we're gigging, but every single day we're cr trying to crank yeah. out new new music, you know? Yeah, because me and Phil are uh, basically a two-man label, you know? So we uh, we got Roanoke Records, Homegrown Productions. So we're responsible for each other's material coming out and all these things. And not to mention we're filming a music video for The Promise as well. So that's going to be interesting. <laughs> and Phil, you played shows with Hawthorne Heights. Yeah. What was that experience like? That was a crazy thing, because that was when, um, so they came back and they did like an acoustic tour. Mm -hmm. uh, they were basically like, yo, we're, it's been 10 or so years, we're gonna come back around, and we got the call and we were like, uh, yes, we will be there, 100%. And it was really cool because I remember my girlfriend at the time went up to uh, the band members and they're like, what do you think of this band? And what really was cool to me was like, all they need to do is get out and tour. It's like, I'm looking at the singer and he's got it. All they got to do is get out on tour. And I was like, if that's coming from people like Hawthorne Heights, who are, yeah. you know, they reach their height and they are veterans of the road. To hear something like that is like, okay, cool. It's almost like a, a real recognized, real moment for me. I was like, yes. That was, that was an amazing night. Yeah, it was super cool again to talk to and meet him and stuff. It's a, it's a little weird talking to people, you know, you listen to in middle school. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> Ohio's for lovers, yeah! Like, they broke out, da-na-na-na-na, and the whole place. It was, uh, 
It's Huey's on Third Street. Uh, Alabama. We opened up for Alabama yeah. last yeah, year. Yeah, Alabama. That was that's one of the groups that I grew up listening to. So you talk about a pressure cooker. The funny thing about that gig is it was in Natchez, Mississippi, in the middle of summer. Outside, I decided to wear a suit. <laughs> and buddy, let me tell you, in that uh, southern heat, oh yeah, they forgot to put my thing on the stage. Oh. And uh, man, it was well, it was funny. But I, I looked at Phil, and he's just shaking his head at me like. So we, we got through it, but it was a fantastic show with a fantastic audience to be able to open up for your idols. Yeah, that is um, that is probably one of the best memories I have. I grew up listening to these guys are legends, you know. But you got a couple on your belt. Who you got what? Gary Clark Jr. and uh, yeah, yeah, we also love Robert Craig. I've kind of dabbled in both things because you know, I've I play country rock, but I've also come up in the blues world, so I've had the pleasure to open up for different people like that. You know, it's like Dr. John, which, that's, a, that's an education, watching these guys entertain them. Yeah, that's, that's old school, man. You can never, you can't teach that. Yeah. Watching these, these legends, it's just, you learn from them and you just keep your mouth shut. Let's <laughs> get some home dates, man. We gotta, we gotta get those two. So I've heard Lafayette is a killer scene. Oh, yeah. We got to meet some, we were playing uh, at La Berge, we got to meet some uh, some of the guys in the band called The Good Dudes. Yeah, the good yeah, dudes. we're looking at them out there. They're really good. They're some very musical good. talent around Lafayette. I, this may be a throwback to the past. I don't, I mean, I know you move around a lot. There is a band out of Lafayette called Vagabond Swing. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Ten or twelve years ago, they did, they, it was all in college, they had, it was a gypsy jazz band. Like Django Reinhardt, like, yeah, just straight up like like gypsy music, and it was so cool. Like I got to see him in uh, Baton Rouge, and I was like, these people are coming out of Lafayette. It was wild. It, it looked like a tribal experience on stage. It was, I love stuff like that. Lafayette's got festival international. Yes, I always wanted to. I got to play Lafayette one time. At the uh, I think it was the Nighttown Boom Boom Room. Okay, got to play. Yeah, with my old band uh, Orange Show. That's what we opened up with Hawthorne Heights. How was that place? Uh, from what I remember, it was pretty cool. It looked pretty big. Uh, it was, I think it was an off night that night. This is also 10 years ago or so. So, I mean, many, many shows since then. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I remember being cool. I remember we had a band uh, that we were friends with right called Social Circle. And they were telling us that Lafayette's a killer place. Oh, yeah. That's why we're trying to come out here. Like, New Iberia is actually one of our first reaches out west aside from Texas. Oh, yeah. wow. So, I mean, we're trying to make our way into this avenue, you know? Trying to cover the world, man. That's what, uh, that's what our goal is. Anywhere and everywhere. It's to be in a place where music is appreciated. Especially because, I mean, we play in New Orleans a lot, too. You know, I've done the Bourbon Street, and you see people come from all over, and they're just excited to be in that environment where it's like, you can feel when people have a real appreciation. And the tourists that come there, you know, they're not, they, they really get a taste of what Louisiana makes and all these things are about. And the versatility of music in New Orleans is unmatched. You know, I would say that it's unmatched to the rest of the world. You know, that's, I think that's what makes a lot of musicians better. It's playing New Orleans. You have to learn to play a little bit of everything, from jazz to rock to even country. I mean, it's just such a melting pot of music, man. That's, I know that's where I got a lot of my and, education. And there are the expectations, too. There are the expectations of the people you're on the stage with. If yeah. you're on some place called Bourbon Street, you know, they're looking at you. They'll size you up before the gig. 
You know, they're all nice guys, but you know, they're listening and they're gonna see if they gotta carry you along for the gig. We're gonna back you, or are we gonna do this? You gotta you know? prove your metal, you know. That's right. We're pretty much everywhere these days, man. You can find me on Spotify, of course, or any really any of your favorite online digital stores. You can track out Will Wesley, W I L L S L A Y, and you can check us out on YouTube as well. I've got a trilogy of videos. We got several videos and more videos coming as well. So really, and also at WillWesleyMusic.com today where we're going to be all the cool places. So if you can keep up with us, I'm going to feel very encouraged. But yeah, we got a lot coming up. So yeah, please check us out at WillWesleyMusic.com. You can find my music over at Phil-Chandler.com, at Phil Chandler Music on social media. And like you said, we are both on Spotify, on YouTube, and everything. So if you want some new music, go look us up. In a few weeks when we're uh, with Winning Wrong, we'll be doing another podcast with you, my man, hitting behind it. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's so cool, like, you know, playing with your idols. And playing with the band, like, Winning Wrong, which is epic. It's epic. It's, it's going to be such a great show. We're going to hang out with them. They're going to become friends with us. They're great guys and great musicians. You know, it's going to be a fantastic yeah, that was one of the cool things we got to do. Um, oh, we actually got to perform our version of The Promise for Clive Farrington of When in Rome uh, for a crowd of people who were going on a tour to celebrate the 80s, or yeah. going on a cruise to celebrate the 80s. And he actually came up on stage, and it was really cool. He came up, and he had tears in his eyes, and he was like, this really, really touched me, and I love to see people dancing to our music, you know, all the time. Man, so it, it was a meaningful moment. It was a special time because it was so tricky. Hear a song that we, we kind of grew up listening to, and we turned in and kind of a, to a kind of a line dance country team. So I'm looking at all these '80s people like line dancing. This good go go legendary venue, Guns N' Roses, oh, yeah. my personal favorite band. Yes, yes. yes I try to tell some of my friends, and some of my friends are either like, "Yes, that rocks." <laughs> the other half are just not with the times. Not with the times. It's the whiskey go go. Like it's, 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 it's epic, man. Do you want to add anything? Yeah, I want to thank all the fans for the support. You know, like I said, 70,000 is the highest of our career on Spotify. I want to thank everyone out there for purchasing Wasted again. I want to thank everyone for what they do and support much. Because we started from rags to riches here. We started from the bottom. You know, and, um, we, can't, we can't make it without the fans' support. So my personal thanks from the heart. We love each and every fan, and please continue to follow us, you know, because it's a growing thing, but I'm always there for the fans. That's what I do for music for. Yeah. Music, music is something that we love, but even if you love something a lot, it doesn't really, it becomes so much more meaningful when you're able to share that with somebody else who takes that same meaning out of it. So for us, sometimes it feels like we're expressing ourselves and only ourselves, but what we're really doing is giving a voice to other people, and that's, that's why we love doing what we do. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. Well, I am getting old. <laughs> I'm a war horse. I ain't saying the age. Check us out and find it out on the website. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks, man. No, it's been a great birthday, man. I'm hanging out with my best friend and producer here. We're on the road and we're doing a great podcast with you, man. So what, what, what better? I'm a happy man. Best of luck on the upcoming gigs and playing at Whiskey Gogo with I'll stay tuned for part two. It's coming up in a couple of weeks. Y'all hang out with Lynn Raw Man. It's going to be great. Yeah. Man, thanks for having us on the show, man. Thank you so much, Kevin. Appreciate yeah. you.
Next, I'll play a song by Will Wesley. This is Wasted Again by Will Wesley featuring Florian Fox. Wasted again Her memories have come around And reminded me of things I tried to forget Someday I'll try To not think of what might have been But tonight I'm throwing them back Wasted again Wasted again The troubles upon my mind And no matter how I try They never end Tomorrow I'll try To get back on my feet again But tonight we're throwing back Wasted again Back on my feet again But tonight we're throwing them back Wasted again Wasted Again by Will Wesley featuring Florian Fox. The next song I'm going to play is Attitude by Will Wesley.
You okay, man? Yeah. It's a big day for us, Will. I know. Attitude by Will Wesley. Next, I'll play Thank You Goodnight by Phil Chandler. Hot damn, I'm a Renaissance man. 
rabbit hole goes But it changes on me every time